Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Nicole is going to produce today. We have a good program scheduled for you today. Gator men's basketball has hired another assistant coach, so uh, Todd Golden is getting his staff together quickly. Corey McRae has been hired as associate head coach, and uh, he brings, at least on paper, a lot of things that Gator fans are going to like. First of all, he's coached in the SEC a lot, last seven years at Mississippi State, and get your ears pricked up here, okay? He's known as a really good recruiter. He worked with the guards at Mississippi State, assisted with the scouting reports, um, and he also got Eric Holman, Lamar Peters at Mississippi State, and also uh, Iverson Molinar, uh, good players. He was apparently uh, very instrumental in getting them to sign with Mississippi State. He also uh, was on LSU's staff when Johnny Jones was there. So that is the latest hire for uh, Gator men's basketball. Also, uh, today, if everything goes right, ESPN's Seth Greenberg will join us in about 10 minutes to preview the, the men's Final Four. We're not doing a show tomorrow. We're traveling to Athens to get ready for Gator Baseball uh, tomorrow night. And then Friday from Athens, if the technology gods allow, we will do the show from there. And Charlie Cream is going to come on. He is the women's basketball bracketologist. He will preview the women's Final Four. And of course, on Friday, your chance to talk uh, about the Gator game on Thursday. Uh, And then there is a, uh, a women's golfer here who was playing in a very prestigious tournament. And we'll let you know who that golfer is because we had a pre-recorded interview with her, and you will hear that today. All right, we will open the phone lines for you, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. want to make sure we keep Nicole busy today. Gator Gymnastics is getting set also uh, for their NCAA Regional. That's coming up pretty soon, and uh, that should be a lot of fun as well. So uh, that's what's happening. Now, some things to talk about uh, in sports. We have not had, to my knowledge at least, any conversation about the NBA, about teams in the playoffs. So I was just thinking of this today, and I wonder what you think. Most people, oh, before I do that, Tiger Woods. Do you, Yes or no, will he play in the Masters? There are rumors he's going to. And if he does, what a miraculous recovery by him after that terrible accident. All right. Here's where I'm going. Most people think 
the so-called major sports, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, in the pros, okay? Which one of those sports interests you the least, the least, and why? Okay? I'm just curious because I understand we are in a college town, but if you look at what Nielsen ratings are, that something like 91 of the top 100 rated broadcasts are NFL games, which is stunning to me. But which one of those sports is the uh, least appealing to you and why? WrestleMania is coming up if you're a, a wrestling fan. And they're actually going to have talent tryouts around WrestleMania. I guess they're going to try to get college wrestlers to try out. 29 men, 24 women. That's interesting. So we'll see what happens there. And then um, I'm going to bring this up today, too, because I've been asked to. A lot of you have emailed me and have either questioned or wondered why I've not talked more about the transgender swimmer. I'll be brutally honest and tell you why I haven't. Because it's a very touchy subject. Okay? And it gets into the political realm. And I try to stay out of that. But to say that I won't talk about it is wrong. There's an open forum here. So if you want to call and say, I think it's right, I think it's wrong, that's okay too. Let's bring Daryl in. Daryl, hi. Hey, Steve. I want to touch on your subject, what I'm least, least interested in you know, as far as major sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess hockey, Steve, I mean, I guess if I was raised up north, I'd probably be more into it, but being, being I was born down south, I just can't get into it. Now, my son's been to some of the Iceman games in Jacksonville. He said, if you ever go, Dad, you want to go to some more of them? Because they're fun to go to. And that's only minor league hockey up there. Hockey is the sport, I believe, Daryl, that television does not do justice to. When you go live to a hockey game, pretty cool thing. really is. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. it is. Okay. Steve, uh, we got family in North Carolina up on Tobacco Road, and they're all pumped up for Saturday. What do you think about Duke Carolina? I think it's very difficult to beat a good team twice and Carolina waxed Duke, you know, at Cameron Indoor. And I think obviously when you get to the final four, you're playing pretty good basketball, but I'm, I'm just really impressed by what Carolina has done. Um, A shaky pick for Carolina, but I just think they're playing at a really high level. Now, not that Duke's not, but I think Carolina's, Got a lot of weapons, and if they play right, they're going to beat Duke. Well, you know, this is Hubert Davis's first year, you know, as head coach, and it's amazing to me. He took him to the Final Four, so 
you know, that's to me, you can have a you know bigger turnaround in college basketball compared to college football. You know, like Florida's going to have a new coach, you know, next year. Transfer portal, international players, it's much more easier if you want to, you know, put it that way than college football. Well, don't forget, this is a different sport, Daryl, because remember, they were an eight seed. Right. Right? So over the course of the regular year, they were just, you know, okay. Well, right. when you catch fire in the tournament, all of a sudden you're great. And that's what it, that you are. I mean, you your greatness may only be for a short period of time, but if you're wearing a ring and you were the eight seed, does anybody care what seed you were? Of course they don't. Right, right. Okay, Steve, safe travels, Athens, my All man. right, Daryl, thank you. 12-12, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Seth Greenberg going to join us next to talk about March Madness, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Molly Cooper. Tonight, the Florida Gators softball team will be playing at home in Katie Seashell Presley Stadium against the UCF Knights. In their last matchup against the Knights on February 27th, the Gators won 12-11. Listen here for live coverage of game at 5.50. Florida Gators men's basketball head coach Todd Golden announced this morning that Corey McRae has been hired as an associate head coach. McRae spent seven seasons at Mississippi State as an assistant coach for the men's basketball team before joining the Gators. Women's basketball head coach Kelly Ray Finley has been named the Maggie Dixon Division I Coach of the Year by the Women's Basketball Coach Association. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Molly Cooper. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know, folks, for, for whatever the reason, if you have to move, you get a new job, you just want a new home, it comes time to sell your home. And then you need a real estate agent you can trust, an advisor you can count on to help sell your home for the highest price and to make that transaction as easy as possible. Well, look, we all know realtors, right? And I know a few. I'm sure you do as well. But I only trust and endorse one. Let me tell you about my trusted friend and realtor, Scott Caldwell. That's your home sold guaranteed realty and why you should call Scott. He already has buyers, in fact, thousands of them. Systems, guarantees, experience, and expertise to help you when you need it the most. Fact is, he sells nearly 50% faster and for 2.5% more money when compared to other agents. So that's a terrific reason why you should call Scott Caldwell. The number to call, 352 352- Two zero nine zero 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 zero. That's three five two two zero nine zero 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 zero. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. There's Easter candy for the kids, and then there's Easter candy for you. Find your Easter basket at Thornbrook Chocolates. This year, make sure to try one of their egg-siding assortments, where even the tray is made of chocolate. Find them in Thornbrook Village at ThornbrookChocolates.com and on Facebook. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. What I'll eat, I just don't know. Hey, Bob Rose here, and every time I look at the menu at Copper Monkey West, that's what I say to myself. They have so many delicious options, it's hard to decide. Should I get the chicken pot pie pasta with chunks of tender white chicken with veggies and rotini pasta in creamy chicken and cheddar cheese sauce? Oh, yeah. Or maybe one of their USDA choice steaks. 
like the 12-ounce Certified Angus New York Strip. Maybe it's the black and red fish over wild rice with veggies. So delicious. And, of course, there's always the legendary Copper Monkey West Burgers, voted best in the area numerous times. You know, that's the thing, because whatever I end up choosing, I know the service will be top-notch. Because warm smiles and friendly faces make for a wonderful dining atmosphere. Is that what you're looking for? Good food, good service, good people? Well, it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. I'll see you there. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time. So you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro. Count on it. Visit Toro.com slash Zero Turn to find yours. Your happiest spring starts with Lowe's, and it all starts with a beautiful green lawn. Keep it looking sharp and save $50 on the Cobalt 40-volt self-propelled mower. Was $399, now just $349. And give the rest of your yard a healthy boost with a bag of our premium mulch at the everyday low price of $368. Create a season full of happiness at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, about 331 through 46. Mulch offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, the college basketball season is about to wind down. Final four set for both the men and the women. It's been our pleasure over the past couple of years to have this gentleman join us to talk college basketball, Seth Greenberg. Of course, you see him all the time covering uh, men's college basketball on ESPN. Seth, thank you again for doing this. Uh, This Final Four is about as blue-bloody as you can get just about. So let me start by talking about the matchups. Let's start with Carolina and Duke from an X and O standpoint. What do you see there? Two teams that are playing at a really high level right now, two teams that are uh, different than they were a month ago when they played, uh, you know, in Cameron. But if you think about this Duke team now, they're playing and living in the paint. 40, 51% of their, 53% of their points are coming from the paint. Paul Bancaro, instead of settling, is playing downhill. The move of Jeremy Roach as the starting point guard, playing about 35 minutes a game, has changed him defensively and gives him a burst. Uh, the roles are more defined for them. They're bringing Trevor Keels off the bench, getting good minutes from him. So uh, I think they've improved significantly. Uh, Wendell Morrisman, I mean, uh, Mark Williams has been dominant. And then the other side, the move to R.J. Davis to the point has totally changed this North Carolina team. He's more of a play starter and a playmaker. Let's Caleb Love play off the ball. Uh, Brady Maddox rebounding the ball better, which has been uh, really important. But the biggest change is the attitude of North Carolina. Defense was only giving up about 66 points a game over the last 11 games. They're defending with a greater purpose. And they've got a different guy on a different night that can drop 30. I mean, R.J. Davis got 30 in that Baylor game. Caleb Love scored 27 in the second half against UCLA. Baycott's got 29 double doubles. Mm. 
So uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be look, it's going to be Duke Carolina on steroids. Coach K's <laughs> last game. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. It's just another game. No, it's not another game. Uh, uh, the final four is always electric. Uh, that game at nine nine thirty, whatever time it's going to tip, is going to be at another level because of the history of these two teams. And you know, Jay Bill says it never disappoints, and it never does disappoint. Um, it always delivers. When you look at Villanova and Kansas, uh, Seth, it seems to me Villanova has to keep this game down. I mean, the, the injury certainly hurts hurts them, but I don't see them winning a game, a high scoring game. Do you? Well, they don't play high score games. Exactly. You know, yeah. Villanova plays games. Uh, their game the other day uh, against Houston, there were 58 possessions. They've got to keep the possessions down because they've got to stay, stay out of foul trouble. I mean, you, know, you just talk about that. You know, losing obviously Justin Moore is your best player. I was I was at Villanova yesterday with Jay Wright. And, uh, he's their best player. He's their best defender. He's a, he can score. He rebounds his position. He creates double teams. I mean, he's a problem. And. So you, you you take Caleb Daniels and you put him in for Justin Moore, which is great. Caleb Daniels is averaging about 12 points a game, playing about 33 minutes a game in the NCAA tournament. He plays 78% of their bench minutes, 78% of the bench minutes. Mm. But who replaces Caleb Daniels? So they've got to keep that thing to a crawl for a couple of reasons. They've got to be able to set their defense, uh, which is important. you got to get back in defense transition when you play against Kansas. They're going to switch one through five, Villanova. But more importantly, to limit possessions, you limit your exposure to getting foul trouble. I want to talk about some of the coaching hires, Seth, especially in the SEC. And, you know, a lot of fans think, well, we should, we should get the best coach out there. Well, if you look at all the hires in the SEC, most of them came, I guess all of them came from, you know, sort of, quote, up-and-coming schools. As you look at some of the hires in the SEC, especially Golden here, what do you see? Everyone's looking for the next Billy Donovan. I mean, think about when Billy Donovan was hired against, uh, for Marshall. I think that's obviously looks like what, what Florida did in trying to get Coach Golden, who's a, you know obviously a very good young coach that uh, did a really good job at San Francisco, uh, building on what Kyle Smith did, uh, you know, going into a different world. There's no doubt about it. Now he's an assistant coach to Bruce Pearl, so he understands, you know, basically the dynamics of the SEC. And, uh, you know, the dynamics of the SEC take uh, on a different kind of – realm now with nil because i mean i'm sure florida has a great collective so recruiting is different i mean let's face it recruiting is basically uh you're looking to find uh it's like going to play on let's make a deal you you try to find players you try to identify players and try to put together a good deal for them to make sure that no one else gets them because i think the days of guys just picking florida for the coach or kentucky for the coach or the school i think that's gone i think these are business deals now unfortunately uh, it's amazing. We do all this stuff for NIL. We do talk about the portable. We never talk about education and graduation. We, we talk about everything but that. Yeah, I, I'm right with you. There's a great column on ESPN.com, Seth, about that, that a lot of the players are heavily involved in NIL deals, and we know the portal's not going to go anywhere. If you were coaching now, do you, I mean, do you go to a kid and say, hey, you're going to come to my school and we're going to get you a, you know, Five thousand dollar. I mean, is 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 that part of the conversation now in recruiting? Has to be. Five thousand is not going to get you very much. <laughs> uh, you know, I, mean, I might get you a manager. Wow. Uh, uh, so I mean, it's uh, look, it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting situation. It really is. Uh, 
you know, right now you've got to have these collectives, and then the collectives are tied to nonprofits, and then you know, your you know, in, in your conference, these collectives, I mean, there are you know, 100, 200, 300 thousand dollar deals going on. I mean, it's just again, it, it, it's difficult. I think the most important thing is making sure your collective is in balance so that you can keep, you know, you can it can perpetuate itself. Because I mean, people just can't be just giving in every year, beating up the same people every year. Because you know, unless you get a, a, a national company involved, uh, it's going to be more done through the collective. So you know, look, some really good young coaches were hired. Uh, good coaches, good people, guys that are committed to helping young people reach their goals. Obviously. Coach Golden's one of those guys. Uh, you know, everything goes in cycles. I mean, and, and the cycle is, you know, either, you know, to go with uh, the next generation, and uh, and that's what we're seeing happen. And uh, you know, Cal and and Rick Barnes and Leonard Hamilton, and you know, you can name them in every league. They can't go on forever. So the next generation of coaches is, I guess, around the corner. Let me end with this, Seth, and maybe you can simplify this for a fan who's listening we now some of the buzzwords are analytics you know golden was supposedly very good at analytics you know on the offensive end and you know you're an older coach who coached and did a great job nowadays when people talk analytics for the average fan listening what are they talking about well they're talking about they're basically talking about pulling in uh the information that you can receive through uh breaking down film uh to try to have an advantage, uh, you know, whether, whether it's, you know, it's great. Scout analytics is really, really important in scouting. It's basically getting uh, the identity of a player, where his strengths, where his weaknesses are, where he wants to go, what he wants to do, what's the personality of that team, what are you going to give, what are you going to take away, and all that stuff is great. My eyes were my analytics. I could, I, I could look at every team and give you a kind of a, a rough idea of what that is, but now you have numbers to back up what your eyes tell you. Uh, so, I mean, like, analytics doesn't win you games. Analytics gives you information. Players win the games. You can have all the analytics. You can sell all the analytics you want. You can you can give me every number you want. You know, well, you know, we're gonna we're we're gonna foul up one, and that's great. You can foul up one until it loses your game, and then you're dealing with the SEC media and you're dealing with the Gator faithful. <laughs> that's you know? true. That's true. You know uh, I mean, but 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 there are numbers behind it. There's a science behind it, which is a good thing. And you you want as much information as possible. It's your, but in the end, it's what your players can process. I think that's what people don't understand. It's like, like uh, my, my favorite story is um, my oldest daughter, who's 33 now, she, her senior year of college, she went to every road game with me. And after our, our last film session, we'd have this ice cream bar that I'd come upstairs and I'd flip open my computer and I'd, I'd sit on the bed and I'd, I'd start watching special situations and things like that. And I remember the first time she went on a road trip with me, she walked into the, she was in, the other room, she walked into the room, she closed the, my laptop. I said, what are you doing? She goes, Dad, there's nothing more you're going to see right now or learn right now. All right? And for surely, your guys all right, have seen it and heard it for the last three days. You need to get some sleep or sit here and watch a movie with me. Hmm. And that's what we did after that. And, I, and you know what? I was a better coach for it. That's interesting. Uh, I don't know if you've done this on air, uh, so if, if, I, if I missed it, I apologize. But who do you like to win it all? I mean, I haven't had my final, but I'd say, you know, Duke, Duke's playing the best of anyone in the country because of Jeremy Roach, because of Mark Williams. Ben Carroll's finally playing downhill. I think Kansas, the second half, what they did defensively in Miami was really impressive. I wouldn't count that 
you know, Villanova, but uh, I would think those two would probably meet. Uh, the job Hubert Davis done is phenomenal. And, and you know, actually, I make them sit here making my notes for our game day show. And there are things that Carolina does that can put put Duke in a bind, quite honestly. Uh, and a lot has to do with the way RJ's playing. A lot has to do with uh, Caleb Love can drop 27 in the second half against UCLA. He can do it against anyone. Uh, but I, I think Duke right now is my gut feeling. Okay. Always appreciate you doing this, Seth. Thank you, and let's hope the final four lives up to the hype. Thank you a lot. You got it, man. Thank you. Okay. Seth Greenberg uh, from ESPN talking final four. 1227, tie check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Longer days, warmer weather. This is the time of the year you need to be enjoying life without joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Time to call QC Kinetics. They're helping people here and all over America get real, lasting pain relief. They use highly concentrated, cutting-edge, natural biologic treatments that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue, getting to the root of the pain. It's life-changing. You can get back to moving like you used to with no drugs, surgery, and downtime. If you have nagging pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, and you're done with steroids and pain meds, call QC Kinetics. And if they're telling you surgery is your next option, don't do it. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation and free second opinion. Learn more about these amazing natural biologic treatments. Enjoy this time of year doing what you love. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Cooler weather fishing is in full swing all over North Central Florida. So head over to Polaris of Gainesville for great values on Tracker, America's favorite aluminum boats, powered by Mercury outboard engines. Tracker leads the industry in solid built quality and innovative fishing features. Stop in and see our great selection of Tracker boats and say big today. Your Tracker boating fun starts now at Polaris of Gainesville, your authorized White River Marine Group dealer. On U.S. Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at Polaris of Gainesville.com. Do you have a power sports vehicle you're not using or don't want any longer? Polaris of Gainesville is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any make or model, we're paying top dollar right now for your used power sports vehicle. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua or online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Spring has sprung, and with the warmer temperatures, it's time to heat up your outdoor entertainment. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Upgrade your outdoor space now with the latest gear at Electronics World. With outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Becoming increasingly breezy this afternoon, but otherwise quite beautiful. Tonight, you'll notice increasing cloud cover, low temperatures in the mid-60s. Tomorrow, gusty for the first half of the day. Temperatures rising to the low 80s. A squall line of thunderstorms should arrive to our area during the early afternoon. A few storms could be strong, producing damaging wind gusts. And a stray tornado can't be ruled out either. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Should we actually?
actually be giving Rodgers credit. He held this organization hostage for a full year. They're the reason why they don't have Devontae Adams, not get the talent. Beautiful mystery. It's alienated a fan base on Aaron Rodgers to a major degree. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to come out of this whole thing like, yeah, we deserve more credit. No, giving him more credit. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Tony Amato, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I've been doing this a long time, and I have an email here I'm going to read you. I don't think anybody's ever emailed me the question that was asked, and it's a really good one. But let's take phone calls. Let's talk some sports. Three nine two eight two five five. Byron, you're first. Hello. Hey, Steve. Steve, I'm kind of going to answer your question. I love all those sports, but uh, Steve, facetiously saying, it has to be the NBA because not even your callers. Steve, my family. I mean, I, I was up in Georgia, you know, and, and, you know, I was teasing about our coaches leaving going up there. I, I went in Atlanta, but I went as far as Corey D. Uh, Tipton. But uh, nobody in my family ever talks NBA. And, and it, it just is a, it's amazing. I mean, down here in Florida, they love basketball and baseball. And, Steve, even the hockey seems to be coming on strong down in, in Tampa. And, and NASCAR is doing great, Ryan. But, uh I'm just taking a cheap shot. And and real quick, Steve, a journalism kind of broadcasting wannabe major. I went to pee and and physical therapy, but uh, I admire you and love you, what you do. And your interviews were great just that with Seth. But, uh, uh, you know, CBS, I I had a little kind of connection back then trying to get on some surveys, and I wanted them to keep the NBA. And I was amazed. They lost football, too, if I'm not mistaken. It's amazing they got back. Fox come on strong, which they're doing with NASCAR. And I'm giving so many shots out. But ABC getting the NBA now was amazing. And ESPN is the king of sports. But uh, it's amazing how, how much has changed. And, and I love it all. And thanks, Steve, if that's answering your question. And go Gators. Byron, thank you. Uh, Jonesy says, football, football, football all the time. The other three are equal uh, in less watch. The only time I watch those three sports is the playoffs. I've got more of an interest in hockey because I finally sat down and watched it. I'll be watching more during the playoffs. Okay? Bring John in. Hi, John. Good afternoon, Steve. Yeah, uh, one of your previous callers. It's, I mean, it's hockey. It's, I'm not saying it's my least favorite. Just like you you hit it the nail on the head about, like, how TV. Now, it's gotten better in the last couple of years, but it's still not getting exposure like I think NBC is the only one. I think now that TBS has, been, has actually been showing some uh, some hockey. So e- ESPN's got the contract now, so that's a good thing. That helps the right. sport. Exactly. Let me ask you this question: uh, How important is a, is a good turnout for the uh, spring game? Uh, how important is it? Well, I'm, I'm just saying it's like in past years, you know, when Spurrier, or, or I'm just using him and and Urban Meyer's example, they were. You know, there'd be forty, fifty thousand people at a spring game. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at. Uh, I I don't think there's going to be a great turnout only because it's a Thursday night game. 
I mean, even people around the, Ga- the Gainesville, Latchel County area, if they work till four or five o'clock, that's going to be hard pressed to even get out to the game. What do you What do you think about that? Um, I do think um, there'll be a good crowd. I, I don't know that it's going to be you know sixty thousand, but I think right. it'll be a good crowd. One because it, I think fans are curious to see right. what Billy that's Napier's going to do. You know exactly. That's why I'm going at that. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're family four out of out of Orlando. And, you know, your job obligation can't get you to get out of Orlando to go to the game. So I just think that, I mean, weekday game, weekday obligations for people are more pressing than, than on a weekend where you can, you can uh, plan on doing a tailgate, you know, so to speak, because I've, I've tailgated before for, for uh, spring games. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's 80,000 people. I'm just thinking it's, I think it's going to be hard pressed to me, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missed by why we, I know the weekend that we were trying to do it is, is, uh, other obligations, but I'm just kind of wondering why they didn't try to go for another weekend. Uh, I can kind of tell you that at least I, I, I suspect, and, and I don't mean any disrespect when I say this and some fans aren't going to like it. I, I'm not saying that the local fan base is not important. Of course it is. And that's the thing that you should, as much as you can, cater to. You know, they buy the tickets, they buy the concessions, all of that, right? But Correct. if you're having your spring game and and the interest is recruiting, John, and then there's other spring games that day and you can't get the maximum exposure for that, well, then you move the game. Right. That's what's driving this. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's seen 7.30 on, you know, like I said, I'm beating the, beating the dead horse here, but, you know, on a Thursday night game is, I'm not saying it's a disaster, but I just don't think you can maximize what, and then you got Napier, you know, he, he wants to showcase. I mean, does it matter to him? I'm not sure, but it, it matters to me that, you know, to be able to say that, hey, we had 60,000 people there, which I think it's gonna be, it would be hard-pressed anyway. But uh, that's that's my feelings on it. Okay. All right. Thank you, hey, John. Have a good day, man. Yep, thank yep. you. Uh, anybody else wants to chime in on that? Does it look good to a recruit if there's a lot of people in the stands watching the game? Sure, it does. But unless you're watching – I mean – you 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 want to you want to have this as a recruiting tool, and I think that's the that's the bottom line. Patrick says, uh, in women's basketball, who do you have? Stanford versus South Carolina. I think that's what he asked. Charlie Cream was going to come on Friday, who was the uh, women's basketball bracketologist. But look, I think it's wonderful that women's basketball is getting the exposure from ESPN uh, and Louisville plays South Carolina, not Stanford, just Patrick, so you know. Um, But maybe he was saying that's who he picks. Um, I'm going to go Louisville-Stanford. That's who I think is going to play for the championship. Bring Greg in. Greg, hi. Hey, Steve, sorry to mix it up with all the different uh, sports, but – Love that catch in the outfield yesterday. That was awesome. I, I root for the Gators beating uh, our rivals in anything. Chess, checkers, 
that was awesome. Um, didn't see it, but I saw it on, on, on a replay on, on the computer. See, what I'm calling about, there was the rankings. They've got Florida, this power rankings, and, and albeit everybody has their opinions, I get that, and we're all entitled to them. But they got Florida, uh, rather Alabama, Georgia at the top two. And then A&M, they actually had Arkansas at four. But this is what really – Are you, are you talking football got, now? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, football. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I, okay. I apologize. Yeah, football. And they got Florida ranked 11th out of 14 in the SEC. And they're basically saying it's a rebuild. It's not going to happen overnight. Even even with a new head coach, Steve, and even you know with everything that's happened, Florida, in my opinion, should be ranked higher than 11 out of 14. And I'll just listen to your thoughts off air. Maybe disagree with me, and maybe you could explain why. And I'll listen off air. Go Gators. Okay, thank you. Well, I do think in part it's because of the last thing that you see. Okay, Florida did not end well, did not play well. Okay. So let's just take the sports, uh, I mean, the teams in the league, okay? Kentucky beat Florida. And now, I mean, Vanderbilt, obviously, no. Ole Miss was pretty good. Alabama's really good. Arkansas is an ascending team. Uh, A&M is good. So now... I can quibble with 11th if you want to say Auburn, if you want to say Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Missouri, and then you get into the, to the mud. Is Florida better than Tennessee? Is Florida better than South Carolina? So, but I get it. I, I get it. And let's say Florida's ninth. Okay. Is there that big a difference between ninth and 11th? Probably not. Scott, hello. Hey, Steve. Do you want to chime in on the orange and blue game mm-hmm. real quick? All right, so initially I'd planned on going. This is going to be the first time in several years that I was going to go. But in, And I was a little disappointed. But in listening to Coach dis- explain his plans and the reason why for doing it, I'm, and I still won't be able to go, but I'm, I'm like, heck yeah. You know, this is this is a great opportunity. I mean, you, you've got to be able to see what his plan is there. And, I mean, if you generate more excitement from the students and those students can get back in there the way they used to be and we get those recruits in um, because of the lack of other spring games going on, it's a night game, nighttime atmosphere, lights. I mean, that's a lot for these uh, recruits to come in and see and uh, the atmosphere. So, and hopefully we'll have a good turnout regardless with, uh, with Gator fans. I mean, they go to baseball games, they go to softball games, they go to basketball games, everything else at night. So I don't see why one Thursday night being able to, to give the students something. I'm a 56-year-old cat, so it doesn't, you know, students, other than the excitement for them, that means a lot. So, I mean, come on, Gator fans. Let's find something else to fuss about. <laughs> Yeah, I, I look, I see both sides of it. I mean, if you, you know, normally with football, it's a, you know, stay in a hotel type of thing uh, for a weekend. Well, uh, you're not going to probably, I mean, you may stay Thursday night if it's if you want to go and see the whole thing and don't get out of here till 10 o'clock and don't want to go home. So, you know, there, there may be, some, and I think there will be some of that. But, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Look, this is, I don't want to say fans are not important. They are. Okay? Please don't misunderstand that. No. But the bigger picture is what you just talked about. Okay? 
How will this help recruiting? How will this help showcase this Gator football program under a new coach? I think that is what the bottom line is here. Then in the long run, what it's going to do for us uh, on, on Saturdays is going to be uh, we start getting these recruits to sign. Yeah. And, uh, and, it's going and, to be so much more. And, Scott, you could make the argument, too, and I think rightly so, that nothing going to come of this. That, you know, okay, recruit sees it, big deal. Okay, there's other spring games, too. I mean, I, I understand that, but I think you have to hopefully trust – you know, Billy Napier and what, you know, he's trying to do uh, and, you know, go from there. And maybe next year there'll be a chance to have, you know, the spring game at a different time. Who knows? But it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, thank you, Steve. Yes, sir. Thank you, Scott. Larry says it's obvious the UAA shows a television broadcast over a larger in-person attendance by changing the game from Saturday to Thursday. Is the UAA making money from the game being televised no not directly but again it's showcasing the product that i think is what is important to billy napier and company and here's the other thing do we know for a fact that less people would come on thursday as opposed to a saturday i get it it's a weekend it's easier you're not working. You can come up here. If the game's in the afternoon, you can, you know, go at 1 o'clock and you can get out of here and go home. I, I totally get that. Convenient. But I think there's a bigger picture here. Um, and we'll see. I mean, if 5,000 people go there, eh, probably not a good idea. Okay? That remains to be seen. Uh, let's see here. I had one other email. Um uh, Mike, see his his sport. Uh, he says, "I don't care a lick about the NBA, uh, and not just because of all the political stuff that happened a while back. It just doesn't interest me. I love college basketball way more." Okay, twelve forty-five. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Coming up, there was a Florida women's golfer who was playing in a very prestigious event. Annabelle Fuller is her name. You will hear what she's doing today. Next, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. For the second time this season, the Florida Gators softball team will play UCF tonight. The Gators won 12-11 in their last meeting as Florida is currently ranked 7th in the nation with a 24-5 record. The Knights are ranked 22nd and are 29-7. Live coverage is set for 5:50. Also in Gator news, the Florida girls lacrosse team will play at Mercer as the Gators look for their 5th straight win. Florida scored 64 goals over their streak with wins against Syracuse, Drexel, Stetson, and Arizona State. Game time is set for 3 o'clock. The Florida Gators men's basketball team also hired their second assistant coach in as many days with the addition of Corey McRae from Mississippi State. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Ruffin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. 
Hey, it's Jeff Cardozo inviting you to join myself and the Wiley veteran Steve Russell every Wednesday at 11 o'clock right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF for On Deck, a show dedicated exclusively to a sport near and dear to our hearts, that of course, baseball. We're going to give you the ins and outs on everything you need to know about baseball, from the latest to what's going on in Major League Baseball to our boys in the orange and blue. It's On Deck every Wednesday at 11, where we'll knock it out of the park. PatriotSoftware.com Accounting and payroll Keep your time and money Mike Kappel here, serial entrepreneur. I started my first business in the basement of a factory over 30 years ago. We had no heat and no air conditioning. Instead of customers, our office visitors were rats, birds, flies, and snakes. Our office flooded often and we used blankets as our office walls. We were broke and needed customers. Years later, I formed my fifth successful business, Patriot Software, which has attracted tens of thousands of customers with our easy accounting and payroll software used by accountants and non-accountants alike. Go to PatriotSoftware.com, use promo code RADIO, and get two months of accounting and payroll software free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Since 1988, the Alachua Conservation Trust has helped preserve more than 54,000 acres of land and wetlands in 16 North Central Florida counties. From easements to historical preservation to environmental education, your donation to the Alachua Conservation Trust assures these lands and new ones are protected for generations to come. Visit AlachuaConservationTrust.org to learn more and to make a donation. That's AlachuaConservationTrust.org. It's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. amateur for the third time in her career. Annabelle, thanks for doing this. I, I, I want to go back to the first time you played. What was the feeling like for you? I mean, it was awesome. Everything about this tournament is special. From the moment you get there, you get welcomed with gifts. Everyone here is so like, happy to have you here. You feel like really special being here. And I remember being so overwhelmed the first time, thinking, like, oh, my God. All these other girls won like so many tournaments, and at a time I think I was like 16 or 17, um, and just remember thinking like, "Oh my goodness, like I can't believe I'm here." <laughs> How hard is the course? Um, it's it's pretty challenging. I mean, we play two different courses. So the first two rounds we play the Champions Retreat, which is um, pretty hilly, 
there's a lot of elevation onto greens, and the greens are very, very quick. And then when you get onto the last round at Augusta, I don't think you realise watching on TV as well how severe the slopes are on the green and kind of even a couple of the tee shots you're hitting on to complete upslope. So, yeah, I think I'd say it's pretty challenging. Um, I want to, for people who are listening to you for the first time, I want you to tell me how you got involved in, in the sport in the first place. Um, yeah, so my older sister is actually also a golfer. And when um, I was younger, she used to go out and play, and I used to go out with my mum and watch her play and play different tournaments. And kind of everything my sister did, I wanted to do naturally. So she would go out and I'd want to copy her. So kind of every time I'd go, oh, Sam's doing it, so I want to do it. <laughs> so I just kind of picked it up from her. When did you realize you could be pretty good? Um, I actually had like one tournament, which kind of always stands out to me uh, when I was younger. It was kind of the first, I would say the first big event that I won. It's called the Henry Cooper. And I remember winning it by like a decent amount, a couple of shots. And thinking like, wow, this, this team is so pretty good. You know, like I, I'm happy doing this like more often. And kind of since then, I've just had this like drive to win, I guess. Annabelle Fuller joining us here. She's going to be playing at the Augusta National Women's Amateur for the third time. Uh, tell us how you got to the University of Florida. Um, well, the University of Florida was always a great school to me. I had many different people kind of saying the Gator Nation, and I thought that sounded awesome. And we don't really have anything like that back home. So I always thought it was such a cool place. And when I met the coaches, kind of, coming to recruit me at tournaments, they're both awesome people. And they're both really, like, happy all the time and really supportive of golf. So, kind of, the moment I stepped in campus for a visit, I just was drawn to the place. Where do you think your game, Annabelle, has improved the most from the time you got to Florida to now? Um, I think kind of my knowledge of the golf courses and how to handle myself kind of playing golf. I think golf is a tricky game when you when you um, kind of play and practice. There's little you can kind of improve in a short space of time. But with both my coaches, who are extremely knowledgeable, kind of how to play and the different kind of how to shot to hit. Like I've learned a lot about how to manage myself. You know, when you talk about golf, uh, it's it's a really an individual sport, but you get to play it also, you know, with, with your team and, and, and at the University of Florida. Is it fun playing team golf as well as, you know, honing your craft as an individual? Yeah, absolutely. I, I love playing with my team. They're awesome people, and they're all so supportive of me. And we do this, like, really neat thing. I think when we play, kind of, we all play after each other. So you see kind of a teammate ahead of you all the time. And when they're on the green, like, they turn around and give us little waves and kind of we wave back. And I think it makes you feel like you're playing for something more than just yourself, which I think when you play any normal tournaments, you don't have that feeling. And I, it's, it's so nice to kind of know that each part you hold, like, it doesn't mean a lot to you. It means a lot to four other girls as well and obviously coaches. Um, so I think it kind of makes every moment special. And, and winning tournaments as well, it's, it's so much nicer doing it with kind of good teammates who you care about and you're all close with. Like when we won the Gator this year, it was we all hugged each other and jumped up in the air, and it was just it makes each moment special. 
I'm going to end on this. I, I am. I, I've always uh, wanted to be a good golfer. I'm not Annabelle. I'm a real hacker. But one of the things I would love to do would be to play uh, Augusta National, and you get a chance to play it now. You know, multiple times. Does it? Does it get? I mean, I know you've done it before, but I would imagine it doesn't get old, does it? No, absolutely not. I mean, like even when I came here and we kind of drove past it, every piece of grass is taller and every hill is known to absolute perfection. It's literally like the golf of green being here. That must be so cool. Uh, do you have a favorite hole, or do you have the, what hole? Uh, let's 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 end with this. What's your favorite hole there, and what's the most difficult hole for you there? Um, I think my favorite hole is actually you know it's probably hole eighteen. Okay. I think most people would probably say the past three twelve because it's really tricky, and of course that hole is amazing and extremely difficult. But I think hole eighteen. I didn't realize how cool the tee shot is until I kind of stood there on the guy's tee box looking at it. And, like, the tree line, it's so close, and it's so scary because there's a huge bunker at the back of the fairway, and there's a load of trees to the right, load of trees to the left, and you have all people kind of gathered up both sides. And I think, like, you don't realize watching on TV how kind of nerve-wracking that tee shot is, and I guess kind of imagining what they would come down on the 18th hole, knowing they're like one shot ahead or something on tied to the lead. Like, it's, it's pretty surreal, I think. Well, I wish you a lot of luck, um, and uh, it'll be hopefully fun, and you're going to score well and do well. So thank you for taking time to talk to us, and uh, enjoy Augusta National. Thanks, Annabelle. Thank you so much. Annabelle Fuller out there playing in the tournament today. What an honor for her. Jake will end the hour here. Jake, hello. Hey, nice interview there, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see the Gators last night. They, you know, they look good I'm against Florida State. Um, I'm going to ask you if they could hold these good teams to three runs a game. They could probably win quite a few games, couldn't they? Yes, of course. I mean, that's little league. You know, yeah, sure. If you can do that, you got a pretty darn good chance. Yeah, and as far as um, I know, basketball's all over. We're looking into football right now, but I might ask you, I don't mean to sound stupid, but do we have any idea of what guys are going to come back for the basketball team? No. I know Appleby now has said he's gone. No, um, and I think that's going to be uh, to be determined. Uh, I know Coach Golden is out of town today. He was out of town yesterday. I think some of the staff is going to go to the Final Four. Um, and I know this is the time of the year when, like if Mike White were still here, that you would have exit meetings with every player. You know, what do you, uh-huh. what's, what's your, what do you think you're going to do? Uh, this is what I think your role is going to be when you come back. Uh, the players would say, well, I want to transfer. So, no, I don't think there's an idea yet of exactly what the roster will look like. Okay. Interesting note. Did you know that the uh, assistant uh, coach or assistant head coach at Iowa State's from Gainesville? No. Yeah. Who is Michael it? Michael Byers. You remember that name? Yeah, I do. Yeah. He's assistant. He's either assistant or assistant head coach at Iowa State. He was on the sidelines there in that game the other night. That's pretty cool. 
But I guess he played at Oak Hall, but uh, I was talking with uh, Dooley and Robbie about it last night. They said, oh, yeah, yeah, they remembered him. But they didn't remember. He, he, he played for the Gators, too. He dressed out for some games. Did you know that? Uh, I did not remember that. No. I mean, dressed yeah, out. Me neither, but I, I was told he did. Uh, I, guess, I think he got a ring. Uh, might have been on one of those championship teams. Didn't play hardly any if he did, but I think he actually did. I guess he was from Oak Hall. All right. I appreciate your call. Thank you, Jake. That's our, our first hour. Hour two is coming up. Speaking of Gator basketball, Niles Lane is scheduled to be with us at the top of the hour. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Longer days, warmer weather. This is the time of year you need to be enjoying life without joint pain. Time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here and all over America get real lasting pain relief. They use highly concentrated cutting-edge natural biologic treatments that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue, getting to the root of the pain. It's life-changing. You can get back to moving like you used to with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have nagging pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, and you're done with steroids and pain meds, call QC Kinetics. And if they're telling you surgery is your next option, don't do it. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation and free second opinion. Learn more about these amazing natural biologic treatments enjoy this time of year doing what you love call the local medical professionals at qc kinetics now now with offices in ocala and the villages 352-400-4550 that's 352-400-4550 who can you trust with your automobile these days hey it's steve russell as you drive around town you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated for over 40 years. And in all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Nicole producing the broadcast today. We thank her for her work 
and we thank you for making us part of your busy day, and we always enjoy talking sports with you. Well, obviously, uh, a lot's going on with uh, Florida basketball, both on the uh, women's front and the men's front. And uh, Niles Lane's not going to join us from the Gator men's basketball team to talk about a lot of different things. Good to have you, Niles. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for doing this. Um, I want to start by, if you were in high school now and you were being recruited, how important, you know, with the Gator Collective now being what it is and this type of thing sprouting up around the country, would, would NIL be important for you right now? Um. NIL definitely NIL deals are definitely important for our college athletes, but I don't think that um, <clears throat> I don't think NIL deals should affect uh, anybody's college decision. Uh, I think uh, your college decision should be based on uh, your player development as a basketball player, also your development off the court uh, academically. As you look upon your season a year ago, uh, how did you assess it? What did you think? Did do you think you made some strides and improved? Uh, definitely made some strides and, uh, and improved, uh, especially towards the uh, the middle of the season when uh, my minutes started picking up a little bit more. Um, I noticed I started playing a little bit, a little bit slower, uh, more under control, making better decisions with the ball, and uh, I feel like my I've always been a defensive player. But I also feel like my 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 defense improved throughout the course of the season. Isn't it funny how? You know, when, when players, I don't care if you're playing peewee ball, when, when players feel more confident, the game starts slowing down. Amazing how that works, isn't it? Yeah, confidence is, is a huge thing for basketball players because uh, you can be, you can have the skill level of LeBron James, but if you don't have the confidence, it'll get you nowhere. So definitely uh, the confidence part definitely uh, played a role in uh, my season picking up how it did. You know, sometimes I think fans and even media people forget that, you guys are more than players. You're human beings. You're 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 athletes. You're you're students, and you go through a coaching change. How difficult was that? Uh, it was definitely an adjustment uh, to make. Uh, definitely had some uh, decisions to make and some things to look over. But um, but at the end of the day, it's it's, it's a part of the business, and I just had to accept it and move on and and. Um, and uh, deal with it the way my family and I wanted to deal with it. <laughs> have you met with uh, Coach Golden yet? Have Because I know a lot of times when if, if Coach White were still here, you'd have the exit meetings. Have you had a chance to meet with him and discuss things? Yes, uh, I've definitely had a chance to meet with uh, with, with uh, Coach Golden. I've talked to him a few times, and uh, the other day I met with him in person. He's a real cool guy. Uh, I, think, um, I think we're going to get along really well. Um, when you look back upon this year, um, you know, nine and nine in the league is okay, but I'm sure there were games you guys look back on and say, if we'd have done this a little bit better or that a little bit better, you know, maybe we could have been in the NCAA tournament. Was it a frustrating year in some ways for you all? Um, there were some parts of the year that are frustrating, but there, I, I, I take this year as more of a learning experience for everybody on the team, including myself. Uh, there were definitely some games where we came out slow. We came out slow and picked it up in the second half, and um, it, it, it came down to a dogfight at the end. And unfortunately, some of those games weren't weren't enough. But but um, in terms of our season, I don't think it was a I don't think it was a disappointment. Obviously, we didn't make the uh, NCAA tournament, but I think 
I think pretty much everybody on that team got better and learned from this season. Uh, okay, I want to ask you a little some more personal things. Uh, when you were growing up, did you play any other sports besides basketball? And when did you think you were that you knew that you were pretty good in basketball? Um, growing up, I played a lot of other sports. Uh, like my first my first sport was soccer. I played some tennis. Uh, but my main my main other sport other than basketball that I uh, spent the most time with was fencing. Fencing? And, uh, yeah, fencing. I was a really big fencer. I was like a, I went to states, nationals, all that. But um, unfortunately, the fencing season is during the winter, so I had to make a decision. So around uh, around probably seventh to eighth grade. I made the decision that uh, that basketball is what I wanted to do, and okay. it was bye bye fencing. I got to tell you, I've been doing this a long time. You're the first guy I've ever talked to that had to choose between fencing and basketball. That's really kind of cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. But, uh, fencing fencing uh, definitely helped me a lot on the basketball court as well, though, because uh, with fencing, it's a lot of it's a lot of footwork, a lot of hand eye coordination. So in terms of like, uh, I, I attribute fencing like attribute to the reason why um, I'm such a good defensive player uh, because of the footwork and the hand-eye coordination that I worked on when I was a kid. Oh, okay, I, I can I can I can sort of see that. Um, as you go into uh, you know the, the next year of basketball, I know you can say you can improve in every area, but are there things you're really trying to improve on to you know make your game a little more well-rounded? Yeah, for sure. Definitely my uh, decision-making on the ball, uh, especially if I'm going to be taking a, uh, a bigger responsibility on the ball next year. Um, and also my, my, my jump shot and becoming more confident with shooting. I'm, 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 a, I'm a decent shooter. I'm a pretty good shooter. Just uh, the confidence piece, that's where the confidence piece comes in. And um, other than that, uh, I just I hope I keep working on my defensive skills and my passing skills and overall become a better player. Sometimes I'm going to end with this. Sometimes when when you see a, a player play really good defense the way you do, you know people talk about the want to do it and you know all of that. But you, you, I think you take a lot of pride in playing defense, and some players don't. Why do you take so much pride in doing that? Um, I've actually talked about this a lot. There's the reason why the reason the main reason why I I like I take pride in defense so much is that I feel like. Getting scored on is the single most embarrassing thing in the game of basketball, and I try my hardest every game not to let my man get scored on, so I don't have to feel that embarrassment. And I guess it just it works out for me. It gives me enough motivation to go out there and lock my defender up every game. That's I I, I wish more players had that insight. That's kind of interesting, and it's really kind of cool. Um, last question. Uh, school-wide, what do you want to do after basketball uh, as you graduate and, and, and hopefully leave here? Well, my uh, my uh, major is in educational sciences, so and I really like to help people. I really like to help people get done what they need to get done. So I could either go, I could with my major, I could either go into uh, anything that related to helping kids, maybe, maybe coaching, teaching, uh, anything along those lines. Okay, I did think of one more thing. When you, I don't want to, I don't want you to divulge your meeting with Coach Golden. But in meeting with him, you know, I think a fan would say, "Well, if I'm a player, you know, what do you ask?" So, I mean, did you 
talk about things like what your role might be, you know, what what type of offense and defense he runs. Were those, if you can, if you can divulge it, were those some of the things that you talked about? Well, yeah, I definitely, uh, definitely had to ask him that. Coach Golden has seen enough film on me to to where when I walked into the meeting, he had already known my game, he had already known a little bit about me, and already had a plan as to how I'm going to fit within his program. So um, he has a plan. He has a plan for me. Um, and uh, me and him came to an agreement, and I, I like the plan, and I'm, I'm looking forward to working with him. So I think it's going to be a good season this year. I'm sure Gator fans are happy you're going to stay, uh, and that is really good news. I appreciate you doing this. this. This was fun to talk to you and get to know you a little bit better and let fans get to know you better, too. So appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. You got it. Thank you. Miles Lane uh, has done a nice job, and he's staying. You heard him. He's staying. So there's one less you can, you can chalk him as far as staying here. Uh, all right, the rest of the day, it'll be us. So you can pick up the phone and call us, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Don't forget, uh, we will not have a show tomorrow as we travel to Athens for Gator Baseball. Friday, Charlie Cream, who is the women's college basketball bracketologist for ESPN, is going to join us, and he'll give you his thoughts on the women's Final Four. Okay, William says, I want to pivot back to Florida baseball. Can ever remember the walks and the hit by pitches being this bad under Sully? I want to pose this question again. Do you think there's any correlation to David Kopp spending more time with pitchers and Sully taking a step back? Even last night in a win, the walks were painful to watch. Do I think there's a correlation? Um, no, I don't. Do I think it's a younger pitching staff that is being asked to do maybe a little bit more than maybe what younger pitchers are asked to do in some seasons? Yes. Because, look, I'm not there at every practice, uh, William, but I would certainly think, knowing Sully as I do for all these years, that you know he just isn't abandoning the pitchers and saying to David, okay, it's all yours. I'm sure... You know, he's conferring with David. I'm sure he's, you know, saying, hey, what can we do or, you know, whatever. Um, but I understand why people would think the way you're thinking because this is very unusual when it comes to this particular uh, pitching staff. 113, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Humphrey. Seventh-ranked Gators softball is at home tonight as number 22 UCF comes to Gainesville. The Knights will look to avenge an earlier loss to the Gators. Florida eked out a close one in the final game of the UCF Knights Classic 12-11. Coverage starts here at 5.50. The Women's Basketball Coaching Association has named Gators head coach Kelly Ray Finley its Spalding Maggie Dixon Rookie Coach of the Year. As the Gators' interim coach this season, Finley led the team to a 21-11 record. She recently had the interim tag removed and signed a five-year extension. In men's basketball news, Florida has announced that former Mississippi State assistant Corey McRae will be the Gators' associate head coach next season. McRae spent his last seven seasons coaching under Ben Howland with the Bulldogs. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sean Humphrey. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Life is all about...
Southeast Car Agency 310, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Go there. You will find the Cousins family. And you will also get to know them. Good people. And their sales staff's great because they never try to hard sell you. They work with you to make sure you get the vehicle you want. They'll answer any questions you have. You can feel free to test drive the vehicles, walk down, take the list of cars with you, and check them out for yourself. The other great thing about the Cousins family is this is what they have done for 40-plus years of owning the business. All they do, all they've ever done, is give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. You can go online to secars.com. You can check out the vehicles there, price, etc. As I said, go see them in person. You can do that as well. What you must do is when you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Out choices, veggies or meat, sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today, the no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on GigaBlast download speeds up to 1 gigabyte per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabyte per second requires Doxis 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabyte per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. PatriotSoftware.com Accounting and payroll Keep your time and money Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy payroll customer. My husband and I started a business together and I had no idea where to start when it came to payroll. And a friend of mine recommended Patriot and I have not looked back since. It was extremely user friendly. Um, I was actually able to understand it and run everything extremely well. And anytime I've had a question, they have been so quick to answer and help me um, I definitely recommend it to anyone who is looking for a payroll software that is easy to use, user-friendly, and really offers everything that you need when it comes to something that's beneficial for your business. Visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Gator baseball season is in full swing. And you'll catch every second of the action right here on WRUF. Gator baseball broadcasts are sponsored in part by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Visit FloridaCoastEQ.com. You've been hearing about it. Now it's here. IDC Spectacular Storewide Spring Sale. Friday through Sunday, you save up to 20% storewide. Plus, take advantage of up to three years zero interest financing. You know when International Diamond Center has a sale, it's the real deal. And this is the big one. Designers are here with their entire collections. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, and yes, thousands of engagement ring mountings. I mean, you can't miss this. Up to 20% savings storewide. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point on approved credit. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all.
We are your home for the NCAA basketball tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we have phone calls to take, people to speak with. David will be first. David, what's up? Hey, Steve. Appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Uh, first of all, give me a whole team uh, of Niles Lanes. I, I love – well, first of all, just the fact that he's coming back says a lot about him and loved all of his answers, yeah, regarding the NIL. The the defense was probably my favorite answer. Um, but and, and that was a great interview, and I hope, hope you'll do more of them. Yep, we we we're doing one a week, you know, with a, with a player yeah. from different sports, and it's fun for me because I get to talk to them and ask about stuff off the floor, off the mat, or whatever too. So it's and like for example, fencing. My gosh, yeah, fencing. How yeah. cool was that? That was awesome. Yeah, that was very cool. Um, the other thing is, I I know Florida uh, hired an assistant coach. Um, I think he came from Richmond. Is that right? Which one are you talking about? Uh, bas- basketball. Yeah, I mean, but they, they've hired two uh, coaches. Oh, okay. Well, the the one uh, I don't know, they, they said he's an offense uh, offensive minded guy, I guess, um, from Richmond. Uh, okay, I don't, I don't so, remember his name. So your question is? Yeah, my question is: Do you do you do you have any idea what you know what his offensive philosophy is? No. No. Okay. No. I mean. I, I knew I didn't know Kevin Hovde at all, okay, because right. you don't get. I mean, if anybody says they know what Richmond runs, then yeah. they got way too much time on their hands, okay. <laughs> exactly. The other uh, one that was just announced today, uh, I did know a little bit about in Corey McRae because he coached at Mississippi State, and he and he did recruit some pretty good players to Mississippi State. That he's kind of known as being a good recruiter and I know he works with the guards that that's that's about what I know yeah okay well I guess we'll find out soon enough right that's right all right, all right. David thank okay. you Tony how are you today hey Steve what's up buddy hey uh Steve I guess the fencing answer is the reason why you ask these questions huh you never know what answer you're gonna get huh buddy I, I I've said this a lot the the, <laughs> the most the the most fun I have is doing interviews because you just don't quite know, you know, where some what somebody's going to say or where the interview's going to take you, and I really enjoy finding out information like that from people. It's it. I think it's interesting to me. I think it's interesting to a lot of folks who listen. I, I think it, it's wonderful to, to to do. Definitely. Before I get to my comment on the uh, spring game, you know, for uh, basketball, I'm not a a very knowledgeable basketball fan when it comes to the nuts and bolts. So I lean a lot on, uh, you know, to throw a quick shout out to Neil Blackman and Eric Fawcett. They run the Florida basketball hour podcast and stuff. These guys are real knowledgeable. And I'll tell you what, man, Neil's lane is somebody that they've been talking up and they use some analytics also, especially Eric Fawcett and the numbers when Neil's lane is on the court, let's just say that they're always positive in the analytics columns, so to speak. So they've always felt that Niels Lane is somebody that should have gotten some more playing time. 
So uh, to hear that he's coming back, definitely I'm excited about it. I know those guys are. And uh, I think that this coach is uh, going to be using him a lot more, to be honest with you. Um, Steve, let me go ahead and uh, help you out with the spring game here. First of all, I don't even think ESPN has committed to putting the game on one of the main network channels. I think it's going to be on the um, ESPN Plus channels as of now. That's number one. So this has nothing to do with the fans. And Billy Napier told you himself, this is a talent acquisition business, guys. Right. So every, especially right now, they've been on the job for two months. Every decision they're making right now has recruiting as the number one factor. So as long as you guys remember this, you're going to start to realize why decisions are being made. That Saturday, okay, Georgia and Alabama also are having a spring game. Correct. Okay, right now, Florida is trying to recruit some high-end players, Steve. I'm talking about the big five stars, the big four stars that everybody wants. That's going to get Florida into the top five. All those guys now, you know, they told, hey, hey, man, you know, if it's up to that Saturday, I might be going – someplace else you know and maybe they were honest and upfront with our guys on that and you know what you want to still get them on your campus and if that means moving the game to thursday you are the new kid on the block right now you can't compete head-to-head with georgia and alabama okay billy's been here two months guys if he had to move it to thursday to get some of these five stars on campus then that's what had to be done period that's how i see it steve well I think a lot of fans won't see it like that, Tony, mm-hmm. um, because, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but you're looking at it from a uh, recruiting, talent acquisition, uh, let's get this football program better view, and it's not wrong. I think some fans are just going to say, look, I, I wanted to go to the game and, uh, you know, now I, I can't because it's 7.30 at night. I'm Okay, and I understand that. I, I do. But I do agree that from Billy Napier's world, the bigger picture is what you described. Definitely. It's just to be part of the growing pain, Steve. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Tony, Bye-bye. thank you. Tom, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, Steve, I've been listening to you for quite a long time, and you actually are just continually getting better with your interviews that – uh, interview with the golfer and Niles Lane today was just great. Uh, learned a lot of stuff about Niles that I didn't know. Um, very impressed with the young man and very thankful he's coming back for another year. Uh, Steve, I really thank you for doing this. It, it, I almost wish you could do one a day sometimes. Well, I also want to thank you know, the Gator Collective, who has really helped in that, um, because they've given us you know, a variety of people to interview and you know anybody who I think is any good at doing an interview you know does their homework and you know starts to learn more but sometimes you know like for example I did not know about fencing that just sort of you know sort of happened when I said to him about you know playing other sports as a kid and that's you know you you, you kind of seize on that because that's very unusual so uh, I, I'm glad they resonate because I I learn more you know look I'm as guilty as anybody that when I all the years I've done this you know I I go to a sporting event and I look at these guys and women as athletes right well you know being around Gator baseball being around softball and volleyball women's basketball as I was you know doing the broadcasts I got to see them as people and that's what they are 
So yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm glad you enjoy that because in, in the end, that's what they are. They're people. Yep, without a doubt. And uh, just just want to give many thanks to you for doing that. Um, I got Duke winning the Final Four. Uh, I hope I, I hope I'm right. I so far on my bracket, I got two of the two of the three teams in the Final Four correct. I did, I had two as well. Yeah, and, and everything. And uh, looking looking forward to those games as well um i've been out of town for a few days did you have coach golden on your show yet no he is uh i actually met him uh he is out of town uh today he was out of town yesterday i'm leaving tomorrow to go to georgia for baseball so hopefully sometime next week we'll we'll get together here that'd be great that'd be great and uh to one one last question before i hang up Since uh, the uh, orange and blue game is supposed to be on Thursday night, is that correct? Correct. Uh, the weather is supposed to be absolutely horrible on Thursday. Would they possibly play that inside the, the training? It's not facility? this Thursday. Oh, it's not this Thursday. No. Okay, I, I guess I, I got my dates mixed up. So it's next Thursday. No, it's April fourteenth. I think April fourteenth. Okay. Sorry about that. I got my dates mixed up. Yeah, I was going to well, say Steve, I I don't I, I'm I'm maybe I'm crazy, but I yeah because it's going to be Thursday. That's why. But it's going to be April fourteenth. Yeah. Well, I you know I didn't give it much thought until you, that previous caller talked about the recruiting end and everything, and that makes it make a little bit more sense for me. Thanks again, Steve. Great okay. show. As Tom. Always. Yep. Thank you. I, I think sometimes fans don't want to do this. Um. Now, aren't I correct in this? Isn't Easter weekend when the orange and blue game was supposed to be? A lot of students go home. Did, did that factor into it? I, I would imagine that it did. Um, and I looked this up. <laughs> On April 16th, Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt all had spring games, all have spring games. So why not separate yourself? And I think that's what Florida did. I understand. 129 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Shirley. Half hour left, still plenty of time to hear from you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Are you at a dead end when it comes to dealing with that awful joint pain? So was Rick Rawlings. I did a year and a half of steroidal injections in my shoulder, both shoulders. They weren't helping at all, and it was just a Band-Aid. As for the constant pain medication prescriptions... I didn't get any relief. I didn't get any sleep, so I just stopped taking them. I didn't want to get hooked on drugs. But one day... I heard a uh, commercial on the radio about QC Kinetics. Rick called QC Kinetics and learned all about natural biologic therapies, non-surgical treatments that actually help the body restore damaged joint tissue. And it was life-changing. After doing the QC Kinetics, I feel like I have a new life again. Today, my shoulders feel wonderful. My only regret was I wish I had done it sooner. From dead ends to new beginnings. Call today and learn about QC Kinetics' long-lasting relief. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Gainesville Highfield MRI is growing and expanding their business. Construction is underway, and later this year, they'll be adding X-ray and ultrasound capabilities. If you need a scan, go with the best. Gainesville Highfield MRI. There's a reason why so many doctors refer their patients to Gainesville Highfield MRI. They're kind and compassionate. They help with insurance issues. They're claustrophobic friendly, and the scan times are so much quicker than other imaging centers in the area. Gainesville Highfield MRI, located in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Becoming increasingly breezy this afternoon, but otherwise quite beautiful. Tonight, you'll notice increasing cloud cover, low temperatures in the mid-60s. Tomorrow, gusty for the first half of the day. Temperatures rising to the low 80s. A squall line of thunderstorms should arrive to our area during the early afternoon. A few storms could be strong, producing damaging wind gusts. And a stray tornado can't be ruled out either. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. If I'm the Pelicans, I'm not pleased about this. And I don't think a doctor goes, here's your rehab. How about you try to do a Vince Carter dunk? <laughs> you have foot surgery, you're rehabbing your foot, and then you're out there dunking. I wouldn't be pleased about this at all. Because this feels like there's a little disconnect between Zion and the franchise. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming in April, Tampa Bay Rays Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Rays baseball opens up a week from Friday. Yeah, MLB, finally. That's a good thing. All right, we got a little less than half an hour, but still plenty of time for your calls. Good call day today. Good sports day to talk today. Let's finish with a flurry here. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. BB says the sport of the top four is hockey because it's hard to follow on TV. But he does say it's on his list to see one in person. Yeah, you should. It's really good. He says he'll weigh in on the touchy transgender issue. Former gold medalist Bruce, now Caitlyn Jenner, who should know feels trans women should not compete against uh, women. Um, and then he said uh, 
trans men would be at a competitive disadvantage against uh, other males, so their competition in male sports events should not be an issue for anyone. Um, okay. Again, it is a, uh, what's the word I want to use? Touchy subject, a controversial subject. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, Mark emails a baseball one. He says, uh, Steve, how cool is it to see Pujols back with St. Louis, but take the nostalgia away. Is this a good move for the Cardinals? The only thing, and I don't have the Cardinal roster in front of me, he's 42 years old, okay? So I guess my question would be, you know, how often does he play? Now, you got the DH in both leagues, so that's going to help him. That's, you know, so he can DH. But we'll see. One of the things that I did not bring up today, and I should have, uh, is the rule change in the NFL that allows uh, both teams to possess the ball during overtime in the NFL playoffs. I'm for that. Are you? I, I I just think it's good. Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, says that Deshaun Watson could still face discipline from the NFL. I I can't believe that he wouldn't get it. I, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that's above my pay grade, but I don't know how. He's not going to get something from the NFL. And again, as far as the playoff rule, it's just for the playoffs only. It was approved by the NFL owners, but again, only in postseason games. The rule for the regular season games, which is team with the first possession to win, if it scores a touchdown, is going to stay. That's not going to change. But I think in the playoffs... I think it's a good compromise. I wish they would change the rule, period. But it does add to longer time on the field if you're concerned about wear and tear of a player. So, yeah. So, I think it's a good compromise. Let's get uh, Ryan's call. Ryan, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. Yeah, I just wanted to call in and talk about the, the Albert Pujols signing by the Cardinals. Um, you know, I know he's 42 years old and, you know, Realistically, even if the guy hits two home runs and bats 150, I mean, I think this this is one of the smartest moves I've seen a Major League Baseball team make in a long time. If you just just factor in the jersey sales, um, that alone, I mean, you know St. Louis fans are going to be buying his jersey, you know, left and right. And then, you know, attendance has been down. It's been going down for for a long time and ticket prices have gone up that's been a hot topic with uh baseball fans is why they charge so much for tickets and that's that's another thing he's going to fill seats in that stadium you know which is then going to drive the 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 revenue up it's going to drive the what's the word i'm looking for the value of the team i mean it's it's like a butterfly effect 
you know, for two and a half million dollars, which is close to the veterans minimum, you know, I, I just think it's one of the smartest moves I've seen in a long time. I don't know that I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, you know, is it nostalgia? Is it, you know, the good old days when he was, you know, really good? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Will it, if ticket prices are expensive, and they are, okay, is is getting a 42-year-old guy at the end of his career going to make you spend that money? Maybe, maybe, okay? And I, th- I think the bigger picture might be if, Ryan, you're talking about Molina and Wainwright and Pujols who could all be playing their final years in St. Louis for the, you know, the victory lap, so to speak. But we'll see. I mean, it could, it could happen. Well, and also if you factor in, you know, if – if the DH wasn't universal in both leagues, you know, I don't think they make that move. I agree. Because it is, and if you look at his numbers against left-handed pitching last year for the Dodgers, he was still productive. You know, especially productive enough for that contract. It's not like they're going out and spending $30 million on this guy. It's oh, not yeah. a big commitment. I agree with that, yes. All right, thank you, Steve. Okay, thank you. Love talking MLB. Like it. Uh, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Yeah, uh, Pujols last year had uh, 12 homers and hit 254. Now, this is what you're getting, okay? The Albert Pujols, who as recently as 2015 hit 40 homers, okay? As recently as 20. 2019 hit over 20 homers. But the last three years, he's hit 6, 5, and 12 while hitting 224, 198, and 254. Batting average is not as big a deal as it used to be. But certainly, you know, if they get, if they get 12, if they, I would venture this. If the Cardinals get 12 homers out of him and hit 254, if he's not going to be the full-time DH, I think their money that he just talked about is well spent. You're not spending, you know, it's a it's a risk-reward, I get that, but I think it's a risk worth taking, especially, as Ryan said, from the uh, nostalgia uh, standpoint of it. Peyton says, good question, why do you think upsets are more common in the sport of college basketball as opposed to other sports like football or baseball? Well, think about it. In football or baseball, you don't you have a the number of teams in, in in the postseason, and b you can be a an average team and get hot at the right time and make the tournament, and then because you're a 13 seed or a 14 seed, pull off an upset. If a wild card team beats a team in the NFL playoffs or the or the uh, MLB playoffs, is that really an upset? No. So I think, you have, A, you have more of a chance for an upset because of more teams, and B, I, don't think, I think the disparity, you know, you're not taking teams from the SWAC 
and I, I mean no disrespect, you get my point, right? From non-Power 5 conferences, they're all teams like that in the NFL and in Major League Baseball and even the NBA. I mean, look, if you get uh, a team with a sub-500 record, if they finish 40-42 and 42 and knock off the, you know, the one seed, is that an upset? Sure it is. Of course it is. But I don't know that it's the magnitude of a St. Peter's, you know, winning a game in the NCAA tournament. I get the point. Uh, but a great question. Thank you, Ryan, for that. Uh, and then Cole has an email. And, again, a really good question here. He said, uh, Steve, are there – he said, I'm going to give my predictions in baseball. Yes. And he said, off the top of your head, is there a team that could make the playoffs that didn't last year? Ooh. I'd have to research that. I'll do that during the break. And I'll come back and because one doesn't pop out at me right away, given offseason acquisition. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Ruffin. For the second time this season, the Florida Gators softball team will play UCF tonight. The Gators won 12-11 in the first meeting as Florida has a record of 24-5 and ranked 7th in the nation, while the 9th are ranked 22nd with a record of 29-7. Live coverage is set for 550. The Florida Gators men's basketball team also hired their sex- second assistant coach in as many days with the addition of Corey McRae from Mississippi State. On the women's side, Kelly Ray Finley was named Rookie Coach of the Year. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic will be in action tonight when they travel to Washington to face the Wizards. The Magic have lost three straight and six of the last eight games. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Drugs and alcohol have real effects on your ability to drive. In fact, last year more than 800 people died in impaired driving crashes in Florida. DUIs are costly and you will lose your license. You may even face jail time. DUIs will stay on your record for 75 years. Driving while impaired has real consequences. Impairment is no illusion. Never drive impaired. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Mike Kappel here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy payroll customer. What do I love about Patriot Payroll Services? What don't I love about Patriot Payroll Services? It's easy to learn. It's very user-friendly. It's fast, even for a first-time user. It's perfect for our business. It's affordable, and it's been a great experience so far. We have no plans of changing. Visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. 
Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, um, Toronto is a team, I would say, in the American League, playoff-wise. National League, I don't have one that just sticks out. I'm going to go, I'm probably going to regret saying this, the Mets. The Mets. If they stay healthy... I think they've got a chance. But, boy, I wouldn't put money on that. Bring Mark in. Hi, Mark. Steve, how are you doing? Good. Thank you, Mark. I got a quick question. Uh, you've been around as long as I have. I figured you, you might be able to help me. I've been arguing with my son. Actually, I'm trying to figure out, um, going back to Galen Hall, who was the player that he was accused of paying child support for Jarvis Williams I believe ah see now we're at odds okay Jarvis Williams huh yeah I've been looking all over the internet I I don't know why that's what I recall but that was you know 35 years ago so yeah (laughs) I know (laughs) all right I'm gonna leave that one out there I'll still do my, my my research and see if I can figure it out Okay, well, anyway. and if somebody knows that for a fact, they can call. But I, I for some reason, that just rings a bell. Yeah, I know. It's, well, everything I see about it, it says accused. So I'm, I guess nobody wants to stick their neck out and actually say a name on the Internet or in writing. So it may be hard to figure out. Maybe if you Gainesville's son or something like that back in the day might have a story. But it's weird. I can't find a – you'd think it would be out there, but it's tough. Well, remember, when you're talking about stuff then, especially then, you know, names were redacted. Um, You know, athletes' names weren't normally put in there. So I think that's one of the reasons why you Uh, have what you have. It seems to me, if I recall correctly, it was pretty well known who the player was at the time. Well, it was so so well known, it'd be easy to find, right? You would think. I yeah. you would think. I just it's now the day of the internet. I don't know if anybody wants to actually put anything in print. You know. All right, Mark. Thank anyway, you for your call. 
Thanks for your help. Yes, sir. Gordo says, when do you think we'll see the Gators-Knowles baseball become a weekend series? You won't, Gordo. I think the format uh, is, I think both schools like the format. So I think that's going to stay. Mike says, by all accounts, Anthony Richardson is a model student in person, but I wish he wouldn't use the AR-15 as his brand. It sort of glorifies a weapon that's only used to kill mass amounts of people. With all the school shootings, I just don't think it's wise, but he's free to do what he wants. Yeah, he is. All right, we got about uh, six, seven minutes left. Still have time for calls. Three, nine, we're going to try in the coming weeks um, Coach Rob Lanier, former Gator assistant coach, has a new gig. We're trying to get him on to talk about his new because he was just coaching at Georgia State. He got Georgia State into the NCAA tournament. Uh, now the new coach at SMU. Hopefully he will talk to us sometime next week. He was always very, very nice uh, when he was here. So Let's try to get him on, too. Don't forget, no show tomorrow, Friday, if the technology gods allow. We'll come to you from Athens and Charlie Cream, the bracketologist for ESPN's uh, women's college basketball, will join us, and he'll talk about the women's final for who he likes there. Uh, and some of the coaching changes and hires have been not, not as many, certainly, uh, in women's basketball as in men's basketball, but uh, there have been a few. By the way, somebody uh, during the On Deck show today mentioned about the umpiring being very bad. The SEC is utilizing TrackMan technology, which monitors and evaluates ball strike performances of SEC umpires. So I want you to know and I said this during the show, they are evaluated. It's, it's used by all the Major League Baseball teams well, as well. So Now, it's, I don't believe it's being used for non-conference games. I think it's just being used for the SEC matchups and for the tournament. But still, it's a way they're going to be evaluated. Richard, hello. Steve, hi. Hi. Uh... All this talk about FSU and Gator baseball. I read something recently that Buster Posey retired, and there was uh-huh. a real Iron Man, a great Hall of Famer, they're saying, huh? Uh, I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. I don't know that he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think he certainly has numbers that would make him that, yes. Three World Series championships. Yep. Well, I mean, you yeah. can be, you can win three World Series and hit 220. I mean, that, that, yeah, that but he, it, he, is he, it he part of it? Kind of a, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the equation, but you have to also produce. Yeah, and this other guy over at St. Louis, Molina. I mean, he's been, you know, like a, a workhorse. That guy. Oh, he'll be in the Molina. hall. He'll be in the hall. Yeah. Pujols yeah. will be in the hall. No, no question. Yeah, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, Zunino has another good year. He had a good year last year with Tampa. By today's standards, yes. Because Mike's never been an, uh, an a, a for average hitter, but he had good power 
last year. Yeah, he has some power. He has some yeah. power. And the Yankees uh, dealt what's his name, Gary Sanchez, finally out of there. Yeah, I think I think he hit thirty something homers last year, if I'm not mistaken. He would show occasionally uh, Gary Sanchez some flash. No, I mean I'm, I'm sorry, Zanino. I mean. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm moving on. To Gary oh, okay. Sanchez. I think I think Z hit like 32, 33 homers, but he yeah, only hit like he did. He had a good year. Yeah, he but he hit two fifteen. Like... But today, that's <laughs> not so bad. Yeah, yeah. And who's your uh, Met catcher? Who's that guy? <sighs> Mets catcher. You know they have a good pitching staff, and you have to have a good catcher, right? So. Uh... Well, nowadays, though, I mean, it's most teams employ two. But I get your point. That's true. I mean, and, and think yeah, about yeah. it, right? If you, right now, if I said to you, um, take Molina out, okay? Who was the top three catchers in baseball? Could you name them? Yeah. I mean, uh, unsigned heroes, as they say, huh? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying they're bad. Real Muto is very good with Philadelphia. I mean, there's some other guys, too. But you get where I'm going. There's not that, you know... Marquee, uh, I think Perez with the Royals is good, um, but not that just guy that you know sticks out. Right, right. So anyway, uh, thanks, thanks for taking okay. my call. Yes, sir, Bye-bye. Richard. Thank you. John will be our final caller today. John, hello. Hey, Steve. Two things, real quick. Should um, in um, in MLB with the season starting so quickly, should they allow a few extra? pitchers on each staff until you know i mean there's no way these pitchers are going to be going more than three or four innings right i want to say that's already been decided but maybe i'm wrong i thought i had read where they were going to allow that for the first you know part of the season but i could be wrong that seems to me i read that someplace okay i hope you're right um secondly um i was going to ask you a question on um on baseball is the definition and and i guess it doesn't matter pro but let's just let's just pick major league baseball the definition of a strike is it in the rule book does it say from here to here or does it say whatever the umpire calls no the the strike zone is defined well then but then that makes no sense because if the umpire calls it a strike it's a strike it doesn't matter where the ball was right i mean yes and yes yeah. So, so the rule book is not being followed. The rule book. I mean, there's a lot well, of things I mean, in the, the rule, rule book that aren't being followed. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you see it all the time. Umpires have different strike zones, and if you hear me on this show or on a Gator baseball broadcast when there's, you know, umpiring things, my thing is just call. The strike zone. They've been altered a lot. The, yeah. you know, the, especially the verticality of the zone has been altered somewhat, you know, in over the years, right? But whatever that is, if it's, if it's knees to armpits, then mm-hmm. if it's at the armpits, it's a strike. There shouldn't be an issue. But some umpires saying... don't call the high strike or don't call the low strike. Well, that's ridiculous. Are you saying be more consistent? No, I'm not saying more consistent. I'm saying call the strike zone. Yeah. It isn't a question yeah, of consistency. Well. If if the if the strike zone is again armpits to knees, right? 
It shouldn't be, well, I don't call a, a pitch above the belt a strike. It's a strike yep. if it's below no, the I armpits. So call the strike zone. If, if, you, if you have a little bit of wiggle room on the inside or outside of the plate, you know, you maybe if you give an inch here, an inch, okay, you can kind of see that. But the vertical part of it, that's, that, that's a no-brainer I, to me. I agree, Steve. Thank you, sir. Good okay. show. Yep, thank you, John. That's a no-brainer to me. Speaking of no-brainers, I'm done. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, no show. We travel to Athens. Hopefully, Friday technology allows us to broadcast from Athens. You can talk Gator baseball and a whole bunch of stuff Friday on Sports Scene. Thanks to Nicole for producing today. We thank you for being part of the show. And we will do this again, hopefully, on Friday. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day. W251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.